Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you ever go down, and I don't really give a shit, but do you ever go down the aisle where you're getting like panty liners and there's always a staff member stacking the shelves? Always. Never not. Or the always. Oh, ah! Uh, 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 which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's play around with them. Let's go. And you are very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. If I came in at a weird time, that's a jingle there. Sorry, we can't hear it. <laughs> we have our new equipment. And I can't guarantee that this is going to sound any better because it's very new. We've been promising this for a long time. And we're it's like, here. It's going to sound so great, guys. But now we ha- don't know our arses from our elbows. No. it's Look, who decides to whip out all their new equipment and F- record? 15 minutes before recording an yeah, episode. Yeah, pretty much. That's we us. do. See you well, that's who. <laughs> that's who with those bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, your weekly reminder that we're on Patreon. I was going to say, what's your name? Oh, my name is Jen. And I'm Carla. And this is too impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw me after. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, weekly reminder, we're on Patreon. Loads of people are after joining us. Don't know, have we just gotten all of a sudden even more interest? I think we're just... I think you're just cooler. It is quite. In fairness, though, today's we've had such a response for today's topic. We asked our Patreons w- what they wanted to hear, and they suggested part two of this. So yes, yeah. you get choices, guys, on yeah. Patreon. Yeah, you'd be added to our close friends list on uh, on the Insta stories. And you get polls, you get inside scoop on shit that's gone wrong, you get inside scoop on beef, you get inside <laughs> scoop on uh, a lot of things over there. So for six of your euros. You get five extra episodes, um, one that we record and publish on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Every Monday. Every Monday. So you get this on your Sundays, and then our Patreon episodes come out on a Monday. And then I feel very weird with this equipment, Jen. I know. We can hear ourselves in our own ears. It's very off point. <laughs> I hate my voice. Anyway, um, has a podcast. Hates voice, has a podcast. But uh, yeah, so uh, six euro a month, five extra episodes. We do a guest episode every month. We get the coolest, bestest Funkiest, slickest guests. They're after seeing us with the mics. Yeah, and I'm delighted for them. Would you like to come in, lads? Give us an opinion. Give give us your ball. Worth the fucking thing. Come on in, lads. Come on, give us an unpopular opinion. (laughs) Is Santa Claus real? Well, (laughs) 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 let me tell you. (laughs) Uh, What is this episode about? This episode, so this episode was actually a listener suggestion, which I am all over, um, because we love to entertain, oh shh, that's clear, that's clear, um, apologies guys, so this was a listener suggestion, it came into us, um, I want to get, I don't think I'll give her full at, mm. her full at name, um, but it was the lovely Lisa, mm-hmm. Lisa um and she suggested after we did the family feuds episode she was like I would love for you guys to do one on parents and kind of basically like everything to do with parents and also covering the thoughts of like maybe becoming a parent too which Mm -hmm. is something that me and you have uh, very different views on but uh yeah so we're going to talk through our stories you know things that our parents did when we were younger that kind of yeah aren't really well i think this was kind of inspired because you did say in our message there was a lot of talk of parents in it and we did mention in last week's episode that we were kind of like 
when we were kids, our parents were our parents. They weren't actual human people. beings. No, we didn't register them as humans with li- with a life and, you know, friends yeah. and anything other than being and our... Like desires. Yeah. Do you know? And, like, things that they want to do with their lives and, like, p- th- stories and past and yeah. everything. So... Yeah, so we wanted your opinions, what you guys thought of them as a kid versus like what you think of them now as an adult. That can change. Um, mm-hmm. Any mad habits or things that they do, but we just kind of accept them because they're our parents. Even though like looking at them, you're like, that's strange. Um, lies that they told us and let us believe as children. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. The little white lies do be funny. The white lies do be funny. Um, specific trauma that they've left us with as well. Mm-hmm. For, you know, in particular. Um, and things that we hate about them, but we just accept because... Yeah. They're the rents. Um, and then, as I said earlier, thoughts on becoming a parent. Because obviously me and Jen are, we got one who is and one who ain't. Yeah. We'll, we'll touch on that later. I feel like my experience probably isn't the majority. Do you know? Really? I'm kind of living like a single parent. I was about to say, you're a single man without being a single man. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, so it's like, I probably would have a worse outlook on it than... A couple who are newly parents in their own gaff, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, we can revisit that when. Oh yeah, no, that's fine and all, but I just feel like we're particular. It's yeah, we'll we'll touch on it. We'll later. touch on it, guys. Um, so yeah, so as I said, I think it's a super suggestion. Um, <laughs> hence why we're recording it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a massive reaction. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but um, I think plow quickly through our own experiences. Yeah, and then I would imagine a lot of. Things will get unlocked along the way. Memory unlocked. Memory unlocked. I just called this the relationship series. Had families last week. Yeah, family. Few, like not too long ago. Toxic friendships. <laughs> we did the anti ick randomly. We did. Um, yeah, and then uh, the relationship uh, series. Here we are. Yeah. I'm just branding that as that now. All so right. let's let's start light. Let's start light. Lies they told you as a kid that you believed. Uh, thunder was God moving his furniture. What? Thunder, the noise of thunder was God moving his furniture. Right. Um. Then, because it was such a Catholic kind of, what my upbringing was Catholic, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was like a. It was optional. Like God existed, <laughs> but did he? But we didn't go to church. Mm. But we did on communions, but we didn't like. We went to the Christmas nativity mass on Christmas Eve until my nana died, and then it was like. My ma can't be given out to now because my nan's dead and we, we you know, it's I was fine about if to we say, don't go. So like Irish, I, I always call that Irish modern Catholic because I don't know, like even through all my friends, people that I know that actively believe versus people that I know that are kind of don't really, mm-hmm. don't really, it's all the same. They don't go to church unless it's for a ceremony of some kind, unless yeah. it's a wedding, a christening, a funeral. I won't see them at church. Yeah. Maybe a midnight mass at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, that's it, but it, I mean, it was more so the fact that, like, God was kind of always in the background, but it wasn't that we were mad religious. So, like, thunder was God moving his furniture. Anytime somebody died, they went up to Holy God. That was the, where they, they had gone. Like, they were in the clouds, like, you know, stroking harps. Oh, that fucking kind of, hell, like, right, They were okay. up in heaven as angels. That that was the image that I was given. Okay. Um, Eating... Crust off your toast and your bread gave you cu- gave you curly hair. Yeah, I've heard it, but I I didn't believe it. Yeah, uh, carrots with your eyes and all that gave you better sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of shit. You yeah, know? the use. Then obviously we have the uh, can we earmuff little ears, please, just in case you're playing us around any little ears. It's probably not the best podcast to play around them, but obviously we have that. Yeah. And, and the mm-hmm. money and the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I actually saw a hilarious, I don't know whether it was a tweet, it was somewhere, it was on the internet, it's not mine, I don't claim it, but I read it. I don't claim it. Like, um, I don't claim it. I'm not like taking credit for it, but like there was, a, it was something about like a kid, oh he wrote a letter and it was a picture of the letter, I think it was on Twitter, and it was like, dear diary, I lost my tooth three days ago and didn't tell my parents, no money under my pillow. Told my parents, guess what? Money under the pillow. <laughs> Starting to put two and two together here. PSA, when I go back to school, two fairies is not fucking real. <laughs> but that's the thing. Don't ruin it for other kids. But um, yeah. Yeah, no. I was a big believer on the tooth fairy, big believer on the Easter Bunny, big believer on Santa. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any like particular lies that my mum or dad told me. 
Yeah. Like, I can't think of any, like, things that I was looking back and I was like, no, you spoofers. There was probably, no, I'd, I'd say there was an awful lot more than that, but it was, oh, do you know, <laughs> this is another one. So, uh, we all know, if, you've, if you're a long-time follower of the podcast, I had severe OCD as a child and I fucking hated being departed from my mother. Thought the whole world was going to collapse around me. Mm-hmm. Did mad shit before I went to bed to make sure nothing bad would happen. It was... I, True. Obviously undiagnosed. It wasn't clinically diagnosed. But looking back on it now, I'm like, that was actual. Like, I thought everyone was going to die if I didn't do these things. Yeah. Um. But sh- the only place I would let my mom go was the pub. So if she told me she was going to the pub, I'd be like, yeah, all right, Grant. Because I obviously didn't like hanging around pubs or, you know, ah. like Christmas and stuff like that. It just wasn't my bag. Didn't, like, pub didn't appeal to me. So yeah. she could go to the pub. I was cool with that. I'd stay with whoever. Um, but when we, so when we moved from Finglas over to Blanche, mm-hmm. obviously me and mom was getting to know friends or whatever. And, you know, she's just getting to know the neighbours. Now, since we moved there, she has our best friends on our road and stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, obviously down the years, like these things have come to light. So when my mom's friends would knock at the door and say my mom was gone, I don't know, like into a hospital appointment or a doctor mm-hmm. appointment. She could have been getting a smear falling out. Like, I don't know where she was. But in order for me to stay at home with whoever was minding me, she told me that she went to the pub. And it was happening often. Oh. So she obviously had like a lot of shit to do. Do you know, like she had to yeah. come to town for whatever reason. She yeah. might just happen to go to post office. You know, like probably just wanted a fucking break from me. Don't blame her. Um, But it was like, Tina would come over and knock for, like over during the day it'd be mm-hmm. like 12 o'clock in the day or could be could have been 10 in the morning and mm-hmm. I'd be like oh, she's in the pub so without realizing what was going on yeah. Tina was like oh god I think she has a problem <gasps> <gasps> no <laughs> and I don't think Tina said it to me ma for a good few years so I think they were talking about. Imagine, where's your mom when you like eleven yeah. o'clock? She's at the pub. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> yeah, and she, like Tina never said it to me, Ma, because she thought this was like an underlying problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, so she, um, I don't know. They must have been talking about the kids or whatever, like later or a couple of years later, or how lo- however long later it was. I remember my mom saying this was going on for a while without her saying it to her. Um, and they were talking like, she's like, oh, the only time I can get out of the house without Jen is like when I tell her that I go to the pub and then it all kind of. She was like, right, embarrassing. I, thank making- God I didn't actually ever confront you about that. <laughs> it's all making sense now. Her there in the background, uh, cancel the intervention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Father, Father Thomas, if you just don't, don't show up to the house. Yeah, that's, that's literally the only time I'd let her leave the house. Or like, do you remember if, or maybe you didn't know, uh, uh, particularly, it must have been just. I don't know. I don't know whether it was my family or whatever, but mm-hmm. say um, there was like a big Christmas night out or a big Christmas mm-hmm. party mm-hmm. and they were going to go out for a night out and there was like a big thing or maybe they were staying overnight, mm-hmm. you know, in a hotel close to Christmas. I think it was a Christmas party related type of thing. But that was always the night that they were going to pay Santy. <gasps> Clever. So you'd never question them on why like, they were staying out. You'd be like, good, um, have as many drinks as you need to. I'll see you whenever. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, what, like that was their night out. But you was kids. It was them going to the North Pole to get to <laughs> make sure money. make sure you tip them well. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that this is very important. You're like, oh, <laughs> important. This excursion is very important. My OCD Let goes away. Go. <laughs> goes yeah, away. Exactly. What the fuck <laughs> is that? It's go away now. I know. Well, Brain rationalized. <laughs> now, I will say I don't know where it came from because, like, obviously, like. I was only talking about this in work yesterday and the girls were like, they don't really know me that well. I'm only working there a certain amount of time. But I was saying about some of the stuff from when I was a kid and they were kind of trying to, you know, not laugh, but then laugh under their thing and go like, that's fucking hilarious, but it's bad as well. Um, Because they were talking about like, you know, when they, so say, I'm going to use an example. Janet's daughter, Tim, doesn't like using their potty. Like, or doesn't like using public toilets, so she has to bring the potty or whatever. And then Janet's mom is like, You need to get around with that, you know, like, yeah, oh, you, yeah. You, you can't do that. You can't, like, are saying something to the kids yeah. and are saying something to the kid about it. Like, and you, you can't do that, or like, you, you know, nobody's going to want to be around you, you know, just yeah. so, like that's Usual just an show. example. And I was like, in my response to her story, I was like, The amount of fucking, like, without realizing the amount of trauma they could actually cause you. 
by mm. saying like to, to a kid I was like because there's plenty of times now my fault I was being a little bastard mm-hmm. but my mom would lose her patience and she'd be like I rem- and I remember this I think that's how I like this was kind of a traumatic moment for me we were in Duns in the ILAC I don't know if you remember the setup it was in the corner it's um, still there. It's still there, but it was a full done. It wasn't now. like yeah, it wasn't like split into three different like the home one, the clothes one, and the grocery one. Uh, it was the full duns. And I remember go my ma walking up to a fella in a denim jacket. I remember what he was wearing. Going, Will you take her home with you? Like because I was being a little brat. <gasps> and then of course I shut the fuck up. But like later on she told me, I was like, I remember you offering me to a fella in Dawn's. Like, offering I, me he was like I winked at him going up it was to scare the shite out of you to stop you from being a little bollocks in the the, yeah. the eye lack. like yeah. you were being a little shit and I was like yeah but Ma that stayed with me it's weird isn't it there's, there's certain things that's what I mean it's like the trauma that your parents gave you yeah like, and then like I know for years later I was tr- like petrified traumatised leaving me somewhere or running away from me mm. now it wasn't I don't think it was that because like I was I was crying. I was attached to my mom's hip from the age of very fucking young without mm. even being able to speak. I She'd leave the house yeah. and I would scream the house down until she came back. Like, I don't think, it, like, it wasn't that particular thing. I don't know where it came from. Maybe it was because I was in hospital for a good few months when I was a tiny baby. Yeah. I don't know if it was that. I don't know where it came from. But, like, you're right. I'm all right now. Just grew over. Start to not give a shit anymore. Oh, cool. Yeah, rebel. Rebel. That's funny. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before, but like Tom worked in Tesco when he was younger, and uh, kids, parents would always use him as the bad man. Oh. And he used to get so annoyed. He'd be like, I'm not the fucking bad man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're giving your kid trauma in the name of me. <laughs> Don't mm. do it. Um, and I was like, never thought of that. Another thing that I had to um, give a shit of. I, um, I wasn't very attached to, obviously, I have an older sister. I wasn't very attached to my, I don't think I was very attached to either parent, but I hated when I was excluded from things. Okay. And I was too young to go horse riding. Okay. My sister's three years older than me. So obviously she like we we both um started riding horses I think I was four, maybe three, first time I got, went on a pony, four the first time I started like actually getting lessons like actively. Um but obviously I was too young and my mum and my dad, they used to split us quite a bit, so I'd go and do things with Ray and um Amy would go and do things with my mum, mm-hmm. obviously because Amy was old enough that she could go ride the horses. Yeah. And um I used to like I wouldn't twig They'd set me up They'd fucking set me In this very room Jen <laughs> This very fucking room On they'd this spot They'd set me up On this spot And they'd mince it out And my mum was like I, I wouldn't let it go I'd be like Have they gone house widen <laughs> House widen Oh god Have we gone house widen Have we gone house widen And she was like And you'd have a little meltdown And Ray would let you have your meltdown And then you'd be fine She's oh. like you just got over it. You just forgot about it Yeah So like me and Ray Used to go and like Cycle the river road Where he'd have like The little thing on the back Aww. Yeah I remember that really specifically Um, And then I was old enough And I could go horse wide Yeah And Ray had his weekends Back to himself <laughs> Basically Oh bless Because <laughs> Ray never rode horses Yeah Didn't really enjoy them So uh, yeah Um, So I remember that Like specifically And you know They try and pacify me With other things But I remember in particular Then I was too young to Like my mum used to hunt So then I was too young to hunt Or do hunter trials Um, And they pacify me me By bringing me to the tennis club I used to love the tennis club Castlemock Tennis Club Great place Um, And Ray was mad into the tennis club as well So I could go and do the things But I remember Like that fire in my belly Knowing that I was being excluded Yeah Even at that young age I was like um, but my mum always is like, oh, Amy, gone house widen. I'm like, okay, I'm 31. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even ride horses anymore. Amy does, but I don't. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine I'm going to start thinking of a lot of other stuff yeah. that, you know. Yeah. I just remember, I remember, and probably like testament to them, we were split quite a bit mm-hmm. when we were kids. Yeah. Until the horses, really. Because okay. then the horses kind of become your your weekend. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's a big thing, do you know? It is like a, it's a, yeah. It's very, it's very time consuming. Yeah, very time as as we know from my sister, it's incredibly time consuming. You can really make a a couple of days out of uh <laughs> out of taking care of a horse. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so those were kind of like those are the things that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. I suppose not lies, but like things that I just accepted. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I suppose I that's what I did when my ma told me she was going to the pub. I just accepted it. Just accepted it. Um, let's get into some listeners' stories, shall we? All right. Um, I'm going into the requests of the DMs here. Uh-huh. Um, so, things I believed. The after eights used to be put out when setting the table for dinner parties. For when dinner parties were on, sorry. But I couldn't have any because they were poisonous before 8 p.m., which was after I'd go to bed. That's why they were called after eights. That's what our parents told her. Oh, my God. And she lived by that. She lived, and that was something that she lived by. Um, I do want to say before we actually get into listener stories, these vary from like incredibly traumatic mm. to absolutely off the charts. Yeah, like some of the ones that I've seen, I was howling at earlier, and then other <laughs> ones I was like nearly sobbing too. So I will just say, buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen any of them, so I'm excited. Um, my parents were far from perfect, and even though we're very close now, thank God, I used to be so angry with them for not being perfect. Then you grow up and you realize they're human. They had mm-hmm. me in their early 20s and I'm like, holy shit, if I had a kid in my 20s, I'd probably have screwed it up a lot more than they did. I think you can accept their humanity and you can save themselves yourself a lot of pain. Just my two cents. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, there's one thing that really disappoints me and, like, my mom, I absolutely adore the bones off her. But one thing that used to kind of annoy me when I was growing up, which I can't, can I blame her for? I don't know. So I would like kind of hobbies. So first it was Irish dancing and then it was like yeah. fit teens and then it was like... What teens? Fit teens. What is that? Yeah, it was like fit kids and fit teens. What the fuck is that? It's just like a community dance class, really cheap one. Did you no? learn dances? You just did dance. It was like an exercise thing. They just called it fit kids and fit teens. Oh. Yeah. It was a mess. Like it was absolutely <laughs> nice. It, like, it's a whole mess. It was just because uh, I remember it being in Huntstown. It was Huntstown Church, but like there was an extension put on Huntstown Church. So the original church was like a long, the altar was in the middle and there was like the pews went either way. And then they extended it because mm. the area got bigger. Yeah. Into like, no, it was a cross. More fit kids. But More fit teens. No, it wasn't <laughs> even that. It was like a prefab and that's where everything was held because you, oh, yeah. you could remove the pews because oh, it wasn't built that. in. So it was that um, it was like hollow floorboard ground, and so like if we were doing a fucking dance, like you, you were sure to hear us down the road. It was like boom, 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 boom. Um, anybody who grew up in Hunstown and went to that, you'll remember that noise and that smell. Yeah, the smell of the hall. Um, I don't know why they didn't just put us in the pee hall. Yeah, but I don't know. Smell it already. It's the smell of damp. But the pee hall was perfect. No. It was huge. It. Like, no, they wanted their fit kids doing something else. I don't know. Yeah, they probably had the Irish dancing over there. But sorry, I digress. Um, my mom kind of just threw money at that, them things, and it was nearly like get rid of her. <laughs> not, yeah, not get rid of her, but like when it came to. But did you recognize that as a kid? No, it was only when I got older. I was like, wow. Do you care? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, get rid of I me. I no? always felt like... Like, yeah, Ray and D split me. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Do you know what it was? It was because I always did these activities with my friend whose parents were really into whatever she was into. Oh. Not really into it in a, like a sinister way, yeah. but anytime there was a competition or there was a show, they were always there. And oh, that didn't really happen. They were Ray. Yeah, they were always there and they were always really supportive and always like got her the gear, you know, like the fesh dresses and the the tap shoes and uh, all that kind of stuff. Whereas yeah. I was always kind of just pawned off with not not that like she didn't have that much money. They didn't have that yeah. much money. We yeah. didn't go on holidays, yeah. like, you know. Um and there was a big difference there with the pay scale. Like my mom kind of gave up work when it was like it was an agreement between and you her and my dad. Yeah, like it was a, an agreement. No, she went back to work after she had me, but then it was just like a couple of years later. It was like, do you know what? I'm not fucking doing this. I mm. might as well stay at home with the kids. Like, and then it was an agreement that they. I they feel made. it, Sheila. <laughs> I they, feel you, girl. But they did kind of like they agreed on it, and they were like, "Look, we're not going to have holidays. We're not going to yeah. be able to do this, but that's what we're willing to do. That's mm-hmm. fine." Um, but like I would, and in fairness, I suppose maybe I should have a conversation with her. But like it was kind of like oh Amy always had the the shoes with the you know the noisy things for the thing and I just got the pumps or she got the big yeah. fest dress and I got like a velvet dress that was already in the wardrobe but it that it would it looks feshy yeah it was grand yeah. yeah like so 
and then like she would or she wouldn't turn up to some of the competitions and then when she did turn up it was like there wasn't really like a oh, well done yeah. or there was just there was a, a stark comparison between my and it was only me man and her two parents it's tough when you have a friend that mm. has all oh, that's part a parent like that yeah well she's like because she, you're kind of like yikes do yeah, you know yeah I don't know I see it's a and weird I did like and because you were saying to me did did I notice it at the time or did yeah. I only notice it now I did always feel like the odd one out you didn't know stuff. what you felt but you felt something <gasps> something was missing yeah, yeah. you were like oh, I, I always know. felt like I didn't belong or I wasn't the same as everyone else oh chill yeah now when I got like when I got older and I went to Taekwondo I was a like I was a bit older and like parents weren't really showing up to that no club. that so yeah that was the first club that I actually felt a part of mm-hmm. and that I wasn't different but that was because I was older and like that parents didn't really show up and I did have fights where she I remember her coming to them um and she was like it was kind of like I don't know it was like oh yeah well done or whatever but it wasn't probably as as, as enthusiastic as it could have been do you know yeah. that kind of thing and I did always feel like but then my ma always was a mad thing and I always drank on a Friday and a Saturday yeah. and you know like she, she still has a little drinks. routine do you know what I yeah. mean yeah she she enjoyed our drinks and yeah. she's only human and I can't take that away from her yeah do you know what I mean and realistically if I was like if Bobby was say going to a football match and I was going out the night before and I had to go to this football match I would be fucking fuming like I would yeah. be going and going oh Jesus it's the last thing I want to do do you know so I can't really blame her but at the same time it was just at the same time I blame her <laughs> at the same time it was like I just remember it too happening too mo- many times yeah no that's know? fair I think it is like it's it, uh, it's almost like my mum never had an interest like not she never had an interest but Ray it was Ray's thing mm. he was at every single hockey match and I played a lot of fucking hockey that man was there every single one but he used to bring us all over like he'd drive mm. like you know when we were in the Leinsters and stuff like that he'd bring us all like he'd pack the car full of the team like as many as he could take and yeah. uh, and that was every single because you know the way you'd be like who's doing lifts and it would always be like Ray do you yeah. know what I mean? Like Ray's always doing lifts. There was never, he never missed a match. Like he'd rearrange holidays and everything to make sure that he Aww, never missed a match. That's so cute. So cute. But I, and I think that's why I never like looked to my mum. It just was always kind of a thing that Ray did the sports mm-hmm. and my mum did not do the sports. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She just didn't mm-hmm. care. It just, But I never, and now I'm almost like, I wonder if she's a bit raging because I have so many nice memories of, those, of times. those times with rage, you get me? So it's kind of like I want I do wonder, I wonder if she's a bit raging or if she's a bit like, no, I didn't give a fuck. So like, it's yeah. kind of was my bag. Saturday morning, I had a lion, went to the gym. Yeah. He went playing hockey. Woo! Mm-hmm. No one gives a shit. Um so I do wonder that. But I think it's funny because even with again, there was those certain parents. There was um, you know, I played with twins as well, and their dad was always there. Um, and it was always like Ray and then their dad. Yeah. You know, and then there was like a couple of mums, like two or three mums, and they would rotate. But everyone knew mm-hmm. Ray was being there. And everyone knew the twins' dad was gonna be there. Yeah. And they'd scream on the sidelines and I'd get so angry. <laughs> so I'd be like, That's so embarrassing, I can hear you. Please shut the fuck up. But um I I never felt that from other like I remember one girl in particular, in particular, being like, "Oh, it's so nice that your dad." Do-. And I remember at the time being like, "Yeah, whatever. You don't care, do you no, know?" At the time, I was no. like, "Yeah, whatever. Do you want to go to the shop? We'll get some drinks." Yeah, and he used to bring us to the bakery, and he'd bring us and get us like, any- "Oh, he was just, he was the cutest." Yeah, We're like we've a bit of time. Shall we get you girls some Lucas Aids? Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> He was the best. Yeah, he was the best. But if you wanted him to be, if it was a sporting event, because he was interested, and that's what I mean. Like maybe she just wasn't interested in the. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I wouldn't have been. I know it's absolutely fair enough. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like when I, obviously I, now that I'm an adult, I can I can appreciate that she just probably wasn't fucking She'd be getting up all week, getting us ready for school. Like yeah. do you know that kind of thing. They're like I here's can, the mirror. I completely yeah. understand, but at the same time, at the time, at the same time. <laughs> At the time, I was always comparing her to my friends, ma'am, I know. which didn't really help. Yeah. But then, at the same time, again, uh, as that, my dad never showed up to a fucking thing. And, and I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. I never go, oh, my dad never showed up to anything. That's but what I mean. It's just th- always been the way he has been. But uh, yeah. And it's terrible that I give my ma'am more, not showing up more yeah. at all. 
And that's and it's like it's weird because you have to explore because that's the th- I was really close with my mum during that time, mm. but I did not have that anticipation or that sorry that expectation of her mm. as I did with Ray. So weird. Yeah. And I feel like if Ray did like miss a match, I'd be like, I cannot believe that you did that to me. Do you yeah. know? <laughs> I probably would have. Yeah. But for for my mum, I just didn't give a fuck. Mm. We did other things. Mm. Yeah. And I have like, and that's what I mean. I feel like. With my parents, they kind of, they had very separate, looking back now, did they have separate lives? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> Might have done. I don't know. They fucking divorced after 30 years. But uh, <laughs> it's oh. very like when you look back now, I'm like, oh, was that a thing? Do you know when you're like, oh, yeah. was that? Oh, was there trouble in paradise? Yeah. Do you know? Not that I'd ever fucking be told. But um, they'd be like, no, everything was perfect. Amazing. Do you think they'll ever start, like open up about I when hope it they all don't. Started? I don't want to know. All right. I think like I've said this before on the podcast and I think I said this on the divorce one Mm -hmm. but like me and Tom always have this debate Tom's parents split up when he was 12 my parents split up when I was 21 and Mm -hmm. um what's worse not knowing or knowing I think knowing (laughs) being in my position I think knowing but there's Tom's like not like Tom's like not having a choice is that worse or having a choice I think having a choice, I think having a choice is worse, but then I'm only speaking from my own experience. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's hard to know. It's kind of hard to know, but that's what I mean. I'm like, is it a kind of thing? Because I don't know. We'll just never know. We'll just mm. never they, See, that's what I, it's like they're people. They're not just that's the Ray thing, and yeah. D. They're actual human beings with friends and agendas and agency and life. I don't know. It's crazy, yo. Yeah, I know. Um, we'll get it Jesus we'll be here Jesus we're you know. talking even off a lot of trauma um, oh my god perfect topic my mum tells my sister and I 22 and 18 that she doesn't smoke but goes out to the garden for vague reasons oh. and comes back inside <laughs> smelling of cigarettes and still maintains that she doesn't smoke for no reason uh, for no reason that, and we know uh, what's this performance for I would love to know no idea how to address it but it's genuinely the most bizarre thing she also doesn't let us eat crunchy food in her presence because it annoys her question mark, question mark question mark but this doesn't apply to her women the woman's insane love the pod girlies it's the only thing that keeps me going oh thank you so much do you know what I was actually going to say as well Um, that's hilarious why are you out in the garden tell me uh, yeah oh. <laughs> like Ah, they're they they're doing that on purpose. They're taking now. the piss now. Ah, they are. Look, they're looking in. I'll actually go out. Will I go, go out? Yeah, go on. Will I go out? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. How are we feeling after? Now the little posh cunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. They're still looking at us, and they're still yeah being loud. They're no, they're actually doing it. Gonna do it on purpose now. I actually did the Ross Geller hands. Did you? I didn't just a look little at bit, you. guys. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> a little squeaky. He's still. They're kind of side eyeing us through the. Oh, this means war. I know. And if they fight me, I'll fucking fight back. <laughs> <laughs> I might just reverse make. No, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not get cancelled. No, excuse me. Uh, let's not. Um, I would never do such a thing. Uh, mm. What were you saying there? Uh, her mum having the cheeky fags. Oh, her mum having the cheeky yeah. fags. Yeah. And this is what I find funny about her mum having a, uh, the cheeky fags. It's like, what what is that about? Is I don't it, know. Like, she's afraid that the girls are going to see her? I don't know. Like, 18 and 22. I know. They can make their own decisions about cigarettes. <laughs> they can. They sure <laughs> can. Um, maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Who knows? Um, I've one here. I'm pe- oh, they really are ramping it up. They are like they're make they're getting louder on purpose. <gasps> I'd go into the parents. I'll get right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I will get my parents to go into their parents. <laughs> don't try. Don't just move the fucking basketball hoop. Yeah, I know. Literally, there's no reason for it to be there. I hate them. Anyway, on parents, it's mad reaching the age when you realise your parents are just people. People with their own issues who were probably muddling through and had no idea what they were doing but just made it up as they went along. That's the craziest thing, really. Like, there's no test or pre-screen for being a parent. I went through a phase of... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Being angry over ways my parents had affected me growing up and negative ways in which that they shaped me, which I'm now trying to unlearn. But the anger dissipated a lot when I came to the realization that they were generally doing the best they could with what they knew at the time. I do feel, though, that before I have kids, if I do, I want to work on myself as much as possible so as to not have my issues or past trauma be carried on to another generation. I think we can blame our parents a lot, but as a young generation, I think they really didn't know better and weren't supported in the way that we are in terms of mental health exploration. Mm -hmm. I think we can forgive our parents, but I also realise that we want to do better. Here's to a generation who are solid and at peace with themselves before having children, if that's what they want, as opposed to having them young due to to social pressure. Yeah. I feel like, par- yeah, like a few of the points that she said, I feel like parents these days, they, they, I don't know, are they like, I don't know, I always feel like I'm really irresponsible as a parent just because really? of. I feel like you're too responsible as a parent. Listen really? up. Really? Listen up, have a bit of fun. <laughs> Uh, well, you see, I've just always like envisioned my parents as being really responsible and like that. I've only ever seen well when I was a kid, I only ever saw them as parents and not really having like being human, having a life, or you know, seeing them get get like stupid to the point where I'm just like, oh my god, I don't feel safe with these people, yeah. <laughs> you know. Whereas, yeah. and I suppose Bobby knows no better, but like I just feel irresponsible. My parents had their house; they were married before they had me, and they were still really young. Yeah, when they had me. Yeah. Whereas I'm like just a fucking hot mess. Now I know Bobby doesn't know that, but I don't know. I just feel really, and I've spoken to a few people who are like affected by the housing crisis and already have their kids, and they feel that's the only way they can kind of describe it is that they feel irresponsible. I think that's how the government would have you think it. Like, Jen, I know the budget. No, I, like, do you know, like, I know the budget that you have to buy a house. That's a fucking unbelievable amount of money. And you're able to buy one. Yeah. And you should be, like, it's not, a, it's not, it's, you are literally being given, like, no two pieces of the IKEA furniture and told to fucking build the thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, you're not, it's not, it's not a you thing. Mm-hmm. It really is a country thing. No, I know that I like it, it's out of my control. Yeah, but I still can't help but feel irresponsible. Not not that I feel responsible for my situation. I don't. I know that if things weren't as in the shitter as they are, I yeah. would be sorted by now. But it makes me no. Sorry, maybe I don't feel irresponsible. I feel like I would be viewed as irresponsible. No, in Bobby's eyes, if he knew what was going on. No, I don't think that's true. I think, and I've had this conversation with um, a few people, but in particular, one of my friends, her um, her boyfriend got social housing mm-hmm. after 10 years, I think, of being on the list. Mm-hmm. And um, they wanted to have another baby and we were talking about it. And she was like, I don't know who invented this fucking myth where every kid has to have a bedroom and it's so non-sweet and this, that and the other. Because I was kind of saying to her, oh, what, what are you going to do if you have another baby? She's like, have it in the apartment that we were just given. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Oh, do you know, in that kind of way, she was like, I don't know, yeah. like when we were younger, our kid, like our, like my granddad was one of 11, so was my granny, do yeah. you know, it's like, not everybody just gets, They're you know, yeah. it's not this big luxury to have, the, you know, it's this kind of, we've kind of gotten to a point where kids don't know, if you grew up sharing a room with your sister, you don't know any different. You don't no. know how to have your own room. You don't know, like if you grew up with an ensuite, it's very hard to go to not have an ensuite. Yeah. If you grew up with a, in a house with seven bathrooms, it's very hard to go to one that has two. It's a privilege really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like that's what I mean. It's kind of like, I think we need to, there is some things with kids, they're a brilliant excuse for the wrong kind of people. Yeah. And they always say, well, what about Kim? What about this? And what about, like, Bobby wouldn't give a flying fuck. Yeah. I'm sure when Bobby's our age, and just like we look back, I'm like, well, I hope my mum and dad were happy. Yeah, and I hope I wasn't like, I wasn't the root of their own. Do you know? And that kind of no, I'm sure I wasn't. But you know what I mean? I'm like, I just want. I don't think Bobby would give a fuck. Yeah, do you know? I just don't think he would care, and I don't think any kids do care because, like, I have friends in different kind of situations with different kind of setups for the kids. I have people that are long term long term renting, people that are you know in like very small like you know one beds with kids and all that other kind of stuff and it's never affected the kid. It it affects you more thinking about what the kid is thinking rather than you it, yourself. 
Yeah. I, I get, Bobby does not and will not ever and will never view that as an issue because it's a sign of the times. I know it is, but it just feels unfair on him because like I, like at his age, I've, I already had a better upbringing than he's having. But no, you, no, you didn't. You can't say that either. Mm. You think in your head, better upbringing is having, he's had, he's had whopper time with his nan and Mm. his granddad that he won't get back. Yeah, There's all these different things, you know, like when you put things into perspective, like Tom kind of, um, had had a bit of a situation when he was back living in the UK where he ended up having to live back with his grandparents um, because his mum was moving and all this other stuff. And his grandparents died a year later. Yeah. Thank God he had that. Yeah. You just never know what's a blessing until it's a blessing in front of you. So I just, I, I, I know what you're saying and I know it's really shit because you're like, I should be able to provide, I should be able to do this, I should be able to do that. But it's not as if you're not fucking trying. It's not as if you're like, ah, fuck it anyway. Yeah. Like you've done, and kids don't, kids know what they're, they're taught they don't know what they don't know yeah like they are their surroundings and they are what you give them and mm-hmm. honestly like looking back you'll you in a couple of years you're gonna be like oh wow i i really really loved that time that i got to spend with my my family as tough as it was and as much as of a single man as i thought i was it was actually a really really nice time that i got to have with my mum and dad because you'll never live with them again that's it mm. and i know you yeah. probably thought that you will never live with them again it's really sad Oh god, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, Ray said that to me. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel better. Yeah. I go home, just give me my big fucking smooch now. Suck the eyeball off her. Um, um oh, oh, do you want to go ahead and the next message? Yeah, but I do actually I want to call this out because I think I'll probably well I'll try and I'll repost it, I won't whatever. But um there's a guy called uh, Tommy Siegel who does drawings and he has a book called Candy Hearts and I bought it for my bar. Oh, nice. Or from a little bar. Very nice. And um, there's, there's one and it's like two candy hearts sitting on a couch. And one of the candy hearts, you know, instead of it saying, love you or whatever, it says, we will not mess you up. And then the other one says, like our parents messed us up. And then there's a baby candy heart on the floor going, a whole new kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what's funny because we're all like, we're not going to be like our parents. Are we not? <laughs> Y'all sure? I know. I feel like we have an awful lot more um, to deal with. Like, our parents definitely grew up in simpler times. Uh, yeah. When houses were 20k. Yeah, yeah, they did. They definitely did. They don't have as much to battle. Um, I do, like, I suppose, I suppose it, I suppose what's good about our generation is that we're a bit more progressive. Yeah. To be able to bring our kids up with a bit more awareness. Yeah. Do you know? Like, say, this is a very different Ireland to when we were, say, Bobby's age. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't as diverse. Yeah. Women's rights weren't exactly, like, there wasn't as much activist, uh, activism for them. Um, there, was, there wasn't as much, like, shit going on around the world. Yeah. So I just feel like, and then, obviously, you have every news source at the top of a finger now. You can, like... They can be educated a good bit better. Well, they grew up in a church state, didn't they? And we don't as well. You know? So yeah. it, I think it's it's very it's very different now mm-hmm. because we just don't, you know. And it's kind of that affects so. Like even looking back, like that affects so that affected and continues to affect so many people and so much stuff mm-hmm. and the way that we choose to do a lot of things and our like morality. So imagine that, except times a million. Yeah. To something that they didn't really even buy that much into. Mm-hmm. Like my mum, my grandparents, my mum's parents are incredibly like Catholic, Catholic and holy and yeah. religious. And um, and it's mad because my mum just like, she just didn't bring us up that way. <laughs> She's yeah. just kind of like, cool, do your own thing, whatever. And and same with, with Ray, yeah. you know? And I think that's what I mean. Whereas before that, it just was kind of unheard of. It was because they grew up in a church state and that's just, mm-hmm. that's just how things were. So not only that, but... It's funny even now, like, as much as I respect Ray and I love his opinions, I won't talk about politics with him because he just annoys me. Okay. You know? So it's kind of like, there's some people that can sit down and really get into it with their parents, isn't it? And I just wouldn't do that. No. Because I just end up arguing with them and be like, fuck off! <laughs> if you're going to support the government, get away from me! Oh, I feel like all my mom does is ever, ever, 
ever does is just gives out about them. I'm just like, here we fucking go. Like, the last thing she will watch before she goes to bed is Claiborne. And I'm like, how do you sleep? Uh, wind yourself up. How wind do you sleep? Up. Yeah, seriously. She listens to Niall Boylan during the day. Oh, She'll watch Claiborne during, uh, like, at night. She'll tune into both the 530 and the 61 yeah. News. I'm just like, how, how are you not smashing windows at this stage? Mm-hmm. Do you know? And that's all she'll ever do. Like, she, like, she's fairly in, like, she... She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, you could probably do give yourself a bit of a break there, Sheila, because you're constantly, like, a lot of the time, a lot of stuff is negative. Yeah. Like, I'll come to tell her, like, oh, you know, we're looking at this house, or, you know, we got this bit of news from the broker today, and she's like, oh, well, you know, you know, and you know something negative is going to come out. Yeah. And you're just like, Sheila, just give it a fucking rest. fuck up. Be my positive Polly. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and I'm making me sound like uh, horror. She's not. She is a wonderful woman, and I love her with all my heart. It's just, I suppose her flaws are... When, you know when you love somebody so like so unconditionally, but the things that they do that piss you off just piss you off a hundred times more than anyone else mm-hmm. because you love them so much. Yeah, it's just extra irritating. It's so weird. Yeah, you're just like, oh, you drive me off the fucking wall. Yeah. Um, this topic is going to be such an interesting, but one. But I just want to give something a little shout out. Growing up, my mum raised me and my sister alone after my dad left when we were fairly young. She never got a penny of child support and we would have grown up in a fairly, quote unquote, rough, more working class area. People often remark to us how they never would have known that we were from said area because we got out and did something with their lives and are fairly well spoken when we could have ended up on the scratcher or on drugs or something. Those are in quotes. Yeah, we never know what to reply to that either. Um, It's only the last few years that I've realised how well my mum done to get us to where we are in our lives on her own, especially since we've been back in contact with my dad in the last few years. Don't even get me started. But very maturely take most chances we get to hype up our mother. So this is just a shout out to all the parents doing it alone and doing a bang up job. Your kids might not recognise it now, but they will eventually and they will love you even more for it. That's so sweet, isn't it? I have to say, I look, look, We've said it a few times in this episode. I am not a single mother. I am very much yeah. in a relationship with Adam. But we're, if you don't know our situation, we're living it apart at the moment while we're saving for a house because we have dogs and we have a child and we can't all fit under the one roof. Me ma's not a dog person. Here's another negative thing about me ma. I love her really. Um, but he stays in his aunties with the dogs. I stay at home with my parents with Bobby. Mm-hmm. And he's, not, he's over like... like more, more than not, do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, he doesn't stay over... He probably stays one night a week to give me a bit of a break. And then he'll, if he's taking him another night a week, he'll take him out and bring him for a sleepover in his own ma's yeah. house or whatever. Um, But when I say I feel like a single, it's because he does go home at night and it's me every night, yeah. most nights. Yeah. And it's me waking up with him in the morning. Yeah. And it's not having that. I like, I put myself under tremendous pressure to not be a burden on my parents because They've done their time. They've raised their kids. We're living under their roof. And they like they constantly tell me, look, it's my roof as well. Do you know, they they don't like verbally or physically make me feel like a burden. I've just I've done that to myself. I'm just yeah. like, no, I, I yeah. can't like you know, I won't let them scream too loud, I won't let them, you know, wake everybody up or anything like that. Like I fucking the anxiety just be through the roof because yeah. I'm just like, Oh my god, will you shut the fuck up, please? Like you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff that comes with a, a raging toddler. Um, so it's just, it's the bits that I'm like, I can't just hand off to Adam any minute that I want. Yeah. Like, he has to be there and it's not. Like, it's a couple of hours in the evening. Yeah. Because we both work full time as well. So that's what I mean. Like, that's what me and Carla mean when I say I'm, I'm a single ma without being a single ma. I can't imagine... What being a single man is actually like, especially a single man that doesn't have family support or doesn't have financial f- financial support, doesn't have any sort of like custody, like yeah, kind of thing, like you know, to be able to give. Not yeah. that this is gonna sound worse. I'm just trying to find the words, but like you know that don't co-parent or the kids don't go with the dad for the yeah. weekend or every it's second just weekend them. or whatever. That's it. It's just them. There's no, no grannies, breaks. no nannies, no aunties, no anything. It's just, I, it's full on 24-7. OMG. I do not know how to do it. Like, yeah. they are fucking superheroes and the worst thing is they cannot put a foot wrong or they will be fucking lambasted. Oh yeah. Because 100%. they're single mothers. Yeah. Why are they single mothers? What did she do to become single? How did she end up in that? Why did she keep having kids? That kind of thing. Oh, I they are 
literally, no wonder, literally yes. lambasted. They can't yeah. fucking do a thing, and they well, are literally can't. no, oh, but definitely can't, but in particular, single moms. No, single moms, yeah. young single moms, oh, yeah. especially can't do a fucking thing without being lambasted for it, and they're absolute superheroes. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Like, I really don't. Fair, absolutely fair. I'd be like stuck to the mattress. Um, I have another one here about parents. I wanted to share something about my dad. He went missing for a few days a few years ago. No one knew where he went. We weren't <laughs> scared, but he, but we were confused. He, uh, he was always up to something, so worrying didn't really cross our minds. I got a call from him, and I asked him where he was, and he said, "I'm eating lobster." I was like, okay, where? And he just answered with a cryptic, does your father surprise you? Didn't understand what he meant, but he's the type of guy you just have to play along with. So I was like, oh yeah, very surprising, why? And he was like, I'll call you back tomorrow with a surprise. He calls me back the next day and I shit you not, he said, hey girl, I'm just at Coachella waiting for Beyonce to come on. <laughs> Man, Man's went alone <laughs> Man's. <laughs> to Coachella the year Beyonce was playing, got a first class plane there and had a VIP pass at Coachella. My dad was 60 at the time. When he came back, he said he did the best of drugs of his life at Coachella. And she's after sending a picture. Oh my God, it's the band. I'm dying. Uh, send me a pic if you meet a celeb. Um, and he replied with love. Uh, there's a picture of his VIP wristband in question. Also, his response wa- of with love is fucking gas. Uh, I've also, I, I have so many stories about him. Like the time he was supposed to help me move out of my apartment and he was like, I won't make it. I'm at JFK now, just catching the last minute flight to Angola. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Truly a wild man and maybe unfortunately. I'm very much like him, but his antics do not go down well with my mother. So it's a sides game and uh, a lot of the time it's a sides game. So they take sides and stuff like that. He sounds like the crack. He's so cool. Now, does he just... I'm heading off to Coachella. About my parents, I wanted to share something about my dad. So, I don't know, are they still together? They must be still together and he just goes off Imagine on his Imagine seeing him. He doesn't even say see you by the dad surprise you? I'll call you tomorrow with a surprise. <laughs> 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 you like, you're like, yeah, you surprised me, what's going on? Yeah. And then they're rocking up. That... He went on his own, or does he go with people? Or like, can't what? help you move. Apologies, I'm just at JFK right now. Catching a flight to Angola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking gas. To the islands. He sounds amazing. I don't know the context. You haven't told me if your parents are together, if he goes alone. I don't know what the crack is. More stories. More stories, please. Yeah. More uh, stories <laughs> from you. We need more then. We need more from your dad. Um, so this might be more me being a kid than parents, but when until I was 10, I thought getting a mom haircut was part and parcel of having a baby. Almost every mom I knew had a short hair or bob. I had one friend who was an only child and her mom had a baby when we were 10. Her mom was my was the only one I knew closely with long hair and I just presumed my and all their other moms kept theirs short after the kids. So she was going in to have the baby. I thought to myself, that's it now, Brenda will be getting the haircut. <laughs> and then I saw her a few weeks later and she still had long hair. My mind was blown. Oh God, it is such a isn't thing, it? isn't You're it? like, hold on now. But I feel like my, like say my ma's generation does get away with, like my ma's always had a short cut. Like a really short cut. Yeah. Hasn't she? Yeah. Like, Mad. She's always had one. She's never had longer hair. And even pictures, like she did let it grow out for a while. I think it was a bit longer at my sister's wedding. And even when I see pictures of her and that, I'm like, that, no, no, Sheila. Doesn't suit you. Yeah. She's just always had it. I remember seeing her pictures of her when she was like 35, I want to say. Um, when we had just moved to Blanche and she had, but my mum went grey very early. She ah. had silver, very short hair when she was in her 30s. Yeah. She was a silver fox. Wait, silver see, kitten. Isn't it funny? Like my mum uh, was ginger, but she went blonde at 16 and has never not been blonde. Mad. And like, I remember finding photos of her and being like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what? You ginger now. I was like, are you fucking ginger? <laughs> no, she didn't. Na- no, she naturally went grey. I mean, my hair, my mum's hair, she, her greys came in. No, I know, but I'm just saying another realisation when you're a kid, you're like, hey, you don't have that hair colour? Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Mash. Huh? Mash. Girls, please. Do you know? Uh, hey, gals, I've recently started listening to the pod and every episode is better than the last. 
Thank you. Thank you. In relation to parents, excuse the notions, but back in the boom, my parents had a lovely holiday home in Wexford and some land with road frontage, Ooh. as the locals say. I love spending time down there, and when things got tough during the recession, my parents had a bank valuer out to the house. I thought absolutely nothing of it as my as my parents bought working property and have a bit of property as their pension funds. But then go go sorry, but then good hoping. About two weeks ago after a bank valuer had been to the house, my parents told me and my sister to sit down as they had something to tell us. Fifteen year old me thought, Oh my god, they're gonna tell us that they're getting divorced or something. Then they broke the news that they were selling the house to one of the local bachelor farmers. I was honestly distraught, to say the least, and stormed out of the room, bawling. To this day, I will never forget the sound, uh, how so stupid it sounds, but you get so attached to houses, the trauma is still there. Yeah, again, one of those things, you're like, what do you mean? I remember, oh, never forget, actually, memory unlocked, my mum wanted to um, move from here into a, a different house, and uh, I, the house was around the corner. Okay. And I lost it. Yeah. Lost it. Mm. Like I lost my shit. And I used to bin all of the, um, you know, they're like, we want houses in this area. You know, the oh, bloody, yeah. uh, what do you call it, the estate age and stuff. And also, I, I'll never forget how, uh, you know, the, you know the way back in the day you go to, um, like there's a Sherry Fitzgerald in the uh, village mm-hmm. and they'd have the brochures. Yeah. And you'd take them, you'd be like, oh, that house would have the price and then you'd open it up and have more photos because the, the internet wasn't that big. It wasn't that big. Um, and I remember that I they I'd find them, oh. and I would see red. And she'd have to hide them from me, and I would see why I didn't want to move down the road, fucking beyond me, like yeah, just one it of those is things. The attachment that you have, though, isn't it? I house, like mean, I used to see red, and I used to be like, where did you get these? And she'd be like, oh, they just posted them through the door. And then I remember one time seeing um. I think I was with my friend's mum and she was like, uh, we were getting like ice creams in the shop, me and my friend and her friend's mum. She was like, I'm just going to run in here, grab a few. I was like, you have to go in. It means you have to go actually go in. It means you have to go and actually get the, you have to go into the property agent, which means that you're serious. Uh. <laughs> I genuinely believe yeah. the reason why my parents didn't uh, move from here is probably because of me. They were like, I actually think I manifested us staying here. And you got hot by it? Like one of them's hands. And thank fuck because the recession <laughs> would uh around the corner, was it? Tell us a thing or two. Uh, and but what are we looking to do? Upgrade or do Yeah, so like where we live, we uh they wanted to move into the uh uh my grandparents lived in a place called Deer Park, which is just down that way. Mm-hmm. Um they're beautiful, huge, huge fucking gorgeous houses. But my mum wanted to move into a place called the Georgia Village. Mm. And um I just wasn't having to bar. <laughs> I just wasn't having a bar of it I didn't care I didn't care that I'd be getting A bigger room or whatever else I didn't give a fuck I was not giving up this God. Four bed semi-D for no <laughs> money You were not moving me out of here Jesus They ended up gosh. buying a uh, They ended up buying a property in Malahide Things went tits up Recession But um That's what they ended up to do instead They went commercial with the property Instead of residential So okay. Yeah So okay. I got my wish I got to ke- I got to keep this This lovely house <laughs> I know when we moved out of Inglis, my sister had a problem with it. Was it that she had a... She didn't want to move. Um, now, I know she'll listen to this and tell me that I'm wrong, but this is my memory of the story. My dad actually wanted to move from Inglis to Spain. And Do you ever hear that? And like, you're li- your like stomach drops because you're like, my life would have been so different. would have been, oh, so been different. Yeah, it would have been Yeah, would have been Yeah, they want... My dad had tied with the idea of moving to Spain and then I was told Kim I was told that it was Kim who got upset and that was the reason why they didn't move oh um and then she was upset that we were moving anyway yeah but recently my mom said because they were talking where who the fuck was talking about who and what now uh something about renters being next door anyway Next door to my mum's house, when the fella who used to live next door to my mum, he moved out and he rented the house out. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, sorry, my cousin is having neighbour trouble. That's what it is. And um, she, they were talking and they were like, oh, yeah, we used to have kind of rented next door neighbour. And it was a fucking nightmare. We even looked at houses in Navin. And I never knew this. She was on the phone telling, mm. like, th- speaking about this. And I was like, what? What, did you, what the fuck did you yeah. say about... 
uh, wanting to move to Navin. She was just like, yeah, they were, we were having such a bad time with the neighbours next door. We actually looked at houses in Navin because that's all we could afford. This was when I was 19, 20. I was like, I didn't know about this. Yeah. I'd have fucking fumed. Or what I have, because Adam lived in Kells and we got together when we were 21, so I don't know. See, it's a w- that's what I'm, I'd actually love to, I must sit my mum down and be like, how far did you go? Yeah. Because like, I just wasn't having a bar of it and I fully, th- like, I, I doubt it was me. I'm sure they, you know, did a few. There was other reasons. I'm yeah. sure there was better reasons. I know like, Carla sure. will have a meltdown like that. for moving five minutes away. I doubt that that was the fucking thing. I think they just kicked it up the hall. I, I'm sure there was a lot, an awful lot I'm sure lot they had a look at the fucking finances for the bleeding gaffs in the Georgian village and they were probably make, maybe not right now. But, um. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, and I'd say that's the same with me. Like, it wasn't just me sister was the reason. Like, I, it was just, that's what I was told. Yeah. Or that's what I remember. From the story. <laughs> I was like I could have been living in Spain Oh sorry that was another thing Then I convinced myself that they wanted a bigger house Because they wanted another baby And oh. I wasn't having a fucking bar of that either And my mum was like a little boy She used to do it to goad me And I mean oh I God. used to like I used to be like <laughs> I need to meet your ma She sounds like great crack Yeah To be completely honest with Oh you. I know she used to goad me I'm <laughs> probably like why i am the way that i am but um i would love to sit her down and be like how far did you go yeah i have questions i have questions because i remember then one time i think and again i think it was trying to it was almost trying to scare me she was like well we might not uh, stay around the area we might move out somewhere like closer to the art and i remember being like no you mean me are you trying to tell me that we're moving to me your face like my grandparents were still alive yeah <laughs> you know? my castle my grandparents were still alive and i didn't even want to move closer to them okay yeah so George- can you imagine me and me georgian village sounds nice though um it's built on a fairy fort i don't think i'd fucks with it and the houses fort. are absolutely unbelievable but like it's built on a fairy fort yeah oh so like i don't know i don't know i don't know about that i don't know about that i don't know right now if i'd be very comfortable that. sure anyway things would look Things work out for a reason. I'm sure shit would have went tits up with the L recession and everything oh, else yeah. like that. You know, there's a reason why we are, we're very blessed. Yeah, very blessed. And I think it's because of me, I manifest. <laughs> I think it's because I was like, no, no parents. Or maybe they got financial advice and like. Yeah, some, that's what I mean. Some advisor turned around and said, yeah, now shit's about to go down. I wouldn't. <laughs> You're kind of settled. Don't. Recession's on the way. Yeah, corner hunt. Uh, just, just, there's so many, uh, there's so many things that I do wonder. As I said, they did end up investing in, um, into a property in Malahide and uh, that went tits up. Oh yeah, maybe they didn't get financial. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I don't think the I don't think it was the financial advice part. I think it was uh mm. they wanted to put their money somewhere and they found somewhere and uh that was two thousand and five. Fuck. Was not a fucking stunning one, I tell you that. But uh that one's still around too. That one's still knocking around, so yeah. they weren't too bad. Um shall we uh, do our unpopular opinion of the week and continue with this on Pedro. Patron. Patron. Yes, let's go. Let's do it. So, my unpopular opinion of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to sound performative. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm only just doing an awful lot of learning this week. Didn't really give it much talk for Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, but I just want, my opinion is, if you see somebody, or if you know of somebody, or if you indeed are the somebody who is commenting on news outlets who are saying like, oh, we're going to be giving so many yeah. places to Afghan. Yeah. Um refugees and your first thought is we can't even look after our own just oh please stop just call people out if you see it well, and the reason is like you need to recognize your privilege in that we will never ever fear for our lives by like we'll never have to flee our country for fear of being killed by the people who are running it mm-hmm. like we will never be in that situation ever these people are f- literally fleeing their country because they are terrified. Yeah. Our problems as a, a country and as shit as the housing crisis is, as shit as the homelessness crisis is, they are se- separate issues. Mm-hmm. Like they should not be 
like you shouldn't be talking about <clears> them. <throat> like it's okay to be pissed off about the state of our affairs, but it's also like don't be blaming the people that are coming here. Blame the fucking arsehole leaders that made all of this happen. Blame Bush. Blame like, mm-hmm. you know, I just I'm I'm fucking disgusted with the comments that I'm seeing on like lad bible joe.ie like yeah. all these ones that are reporting same people on it. though it's the same fucking people though. it's the same fucking people and it's the people that don't have profile photos and their user 19046 like yeah but then you do have the old fucking wayne wayne out yeah oh, fucking oh, no thanks don't want them yeah. like that kind of thing like like leo Barata, you've got a lot on top of yeah, yeah. or like people even saying which oh, he does, but not in this. <laughs> yeah, but people even saying like, oh, don't blame the immigrants, blame our government. Don't blame our government. What are you fucking talking about? Like, what? I'm just so confused. Please yeah. just fucking, and I'm not going to preach and say fucking educate yourself because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, and that's why, like, because I even said to Carla earlier on, I would love to get somebody on who knows what they're talking about, but I don't want to be performative when it comes to... I'm like, I'm fucking heartbroken hearing about this because to be honest, I never really thought about it before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise the severity of it and I didn't even realise what was happening over there. So I'm not going to start preaching because I don't know enough about it mm-hmm. and I don't want to be performative either. But I'm just like, I've, it's one thing I've noticed this week and I'm just like, I can't fucking not say anything. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, for sure. So there you go. Find the good resources. I mean, fucking breath. From Love Island's latest post has a load of links in it. Like that's how easy these things are to find. To be able to just read up a little bit, keep yourself like in the know. Media is a, a good Instagram page. They're kind of updating things every day, and I'm I'm right there along with you because I didn't know much about it. But that's uh, that's my opinion this week. Right? Not so unpopular. Not so <clears throat> unpopular now, but I just feel like I just I have a platform, guys, and I need mm-hmm. I need to use it. Yeah. Have you got Stamford Week? I do. Carla's Stomper of the Week. This one, it's not like an oldie, but it's not current. Okay. But it's one that um came up on my uh, playlist again. And I was like, oh my God, I love this song. Okay. Um, And it's by Chloe and Hallie. I love them. Okay. Hallie is playing uh, Ariel, Little Mermaid, live ad- uh, adaptation. Oh. And um, it's called Ungodly Hour and it's just a bop. Okay. It's just very like R&B, like. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's very, um, very good, very, very good bop, very good to sing along to. Just enjoy it, enjoy them as an act. Okay, enjoy them as an act a lot. Um, but yeah, all right. If you if you know it, you know it's a banger, and if you don't know it, it is a banger. Well, you can check out the link for that in the description of this podcast, because uh, we link those things every week. So the link for the patrons there, link for Carla's. Uh, stamp for the week and the link for the insta if you want to give us your opinions yes yes, yes. they could be anything you could suggest like today's topic was a listener suggestion so you can suggest anything that you think we should talk about yeah we should talk about um so that's it that's it we're going to continue the conversation over on patreon uh thank you so much for listening we love you lots and we'll talk to you next week Bye. bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 